Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Steve Jobs isn't just the founder and CEO of Apple. He's the company's very public face, and many would argue it's heart and soul, which explains why today's announcement that he's taking another medical leave could literally shake this apple to its very core. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Constellation Energy, committed to customer choice and powering America's clean energy future through investments in natural gas, nuclear, wind, solar, and efficiency technologies. And by Progressive Insurance, with more than 30,000 local independent agents. Information available at Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Bob Moon in for Kai Ristall, who's off in observance of this Martin Luther King Day, the 17th of January. Thanks for making us a part of your Monday. Word that Steve Jobs is taking leave from Apple again to focus on health issues shouldn't really come as a shock to investors. He's battled pancreatic cancer, and he's been through a liver transplant. Jobs sent employees an email today. It said, I love Apple so much and hope to be back as soon as I can. But his optimistic spin didn't keep Apple stock from falling in overseas trading today by as much as 8%. Still, as Marketplace's David Gura reports, investors might want to hold that sell order. A couple of years ago, Steve Jobs looked sick. He was gaunt with owl-like eyes. Those black turtlenecks didn't seem to fit right. In 2009, he took a six-month leave of absence. And the company actually was just fine while he was gone. Peter Cohen is a management consultant. Today's announcement raised new speculation about the company's future. It came on a federal holiday when U.S. markets were closed, and just a day before Apple is supposed to announce new earnings numbers. Carl Howe is a technology analyst with the Yankee Group, he says Steve Jobs has done wonders for the company, but he may get too much credit for its success. Nobody runs a $50 billion-plus company as a one-man show. Howe says it's a myth Jobs is pulling all the levers at Apple. No question, he made the hard decisions. He made a lot of the gut calls that really have made them successful. But the reality is there's a lot of people behind him who are doing their jobs every day and, uh, and making Apple successful. That group includes the company's chief operating officer, Tim Cook. He'll oversee Apple on a day-to-day -day basis while Jobs is on leave. Howe also credits Jonathan Ive, its head designer, and Ron Johnson, who heads Apple's retail operations. Nine years ago, everybody said retail was a fool's errand for Apple. Now it's one of the most powerful retail brands in the world. And that's not because Steve Jobs did all the work. Howe says Steve Jobs has drafted a succession plan, but it's unclear what's in it, and that's somehow fitting for a man who's built a brand on secrecy and surprise. I'm David Gura for Marketplace. What happens when you engage in offshore banking tricks does not necessarily stay offshore or stay secret. Today, a former Swiss banker gave the website WikiLeaks the names of around 2,000 alleged tax dodgers with accounts in the Cayman Islands. WikiLeaks is reviewing the information and plans to release it in coming weeks. And yes, at least some names to be revealed are said to be Americans. Marketplace's Jeff Tyler has been looking into the possible fallout. Former banker Rudolf Elmer shared the private banking data with WikiLeaks just days before he goes on trial in Switzerland for revealing confidential bank information. But chances are slim that publicizing secret bank accounts in the Cayman Islands will result in prosecutions in this country.
For one thing, the Cayman Islands is working to clean up its reputation. Gary Huffbauer is with the Peterson Institute for International Economics. He says the Caymans has an agreement with the U.S. Justice Department to reveal data on suspicious bank accounts. So anybody who wants to hide money, either for tax reasons or for drug-related reasons, would be pretty ill-advised to use the Cayman Islands. The pending WikiLeaks disclosure is part of an ongoing trend to shine more light on the darkened recesses of international banking. But just because a tax dodger is publicly exposed doesn't mean the IRS will take legal action. They're doing the best they can, but this takes more resources than they've got. That's David Rosenblum, an offshore banking expert with the law firm Kaplan and Drysdale. To help the IRS build legal cases, Rosenblum says the agency has added an incentive for whistleblowers. You can get a reward for turning information in.